Hello and welcome to the stage of greatness. I am Danielle Francine, your host, and we have Miss Kristen Elwine back with us today. Yay! So excited. And so Kristen and I were talking right before we started the show, and we're curious, food for thought for you, if you were to be a kitchen utensil, what utensil would you be and why? I had no idea. I'm like a spatula. Uh, why? Because um, I flip shit over. I help things cook thoroughly through. <laughs> In case you don't have a lid for your pan for your over easy egg. <laughs> Random questions. <gasps> right? Things to think about. <laughs> when you can't go to sleep. I was just going to say, like, do you think about those things when you go to sleep? If I were to be no. a utensil. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I, and when I got asked that question, I was like, really? Of all the crazy questions, it was <laughs> not one I was prepared to answer. Next, please. Next, mm -hmm. please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, so today we're not talking about kitchen utensils, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> We, <laughs> we are going to have a conversation about careers, following your inner guidance, passion, and all things surrounding that. <laughs> <laughs> so Kristen was in a, you were in a very high level, mm -hmm. powerful position. Right? Yes. I remember when I first spoke with you and I was like, oh, you're a what? Whoa. <laughs> Chief funny. financial officer. Chief financial yes. officer. Yes. To the C-suite I went and the corner office to go with it. Mm -hmm. um, so first off, Danielle, it is great being back. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you kind of, I, it's like one of those things. What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? Now, the funny thing is, is when I was in high school, I did not want to be an accountant. Um, went to school for engineering and then started co-oping and accounting seemed like I could get a job. I could always make money, right? So it was the right thing to do. And oh, by the way, let's not forget, I was good at math. So, <laughs> therefore, you know, as I grew up in the 70s and 80s, right, it was very much, you're good at this, let's take this path, right? What can you do with that? What also, right, in the back of my head going, what can you make money doing, hmm. right? This job, oh, you know, besides there not being a ton of options for women at the time, but at the same time, take this path to staff, right? This you'll get a good job. You'll you'll make money. You'll do this. This works. This works, right? Um, my family, you know, extended family, all had, you know, very prestigious, right? My older cousin, prestigious, right? So it was like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch. And I actually thought about doing um, psychology, but then it was the social workers don't make any money. And then, <laughs> then it was, you know, when I was in business, I didn't pick my major until senior year. 
um, because I wasn't really sure I wanted to do accounting. And then it ended up being what my co-ops were in. But I was like, marketing. But people don't make money in marketing, right? And I kept hearing the same thing over and over. And it had to be this. So there was a whole lot of conditioning. And then I started in accounting. And I actually, when I was in industry, right? Because industry versus school is like night and day. I really liked it. Mm. I was excited about it. I was excited about what I was learning, the implementing systems, things that really weren't accounting based, but just Mm -hmm. fell in that and put my whole identity around, right? As I was going through my career, it was, okay, so I'm in public accounting. I'm going to be a partner. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to be a partner. No, I'm going to be a CFO. And so there was a lot of direction and there was a lot of belief that this was just my path Mm -hmm. and was very proud when people, you know, when I reached that and said, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, chief financial officer. And it's, it's, (laughs) but it's interesting. I was very proud, but when I met my now husband and he said, what do you do? I said, I was an accountant. Oh, you didn't use your title. I didn't use my title because when you were dating that title as a woman could be very intimidating to the people that you're dating. So therefore I was just a woman. I shouldn't say just an accountant, right? Um, There's a lot of accountants that you're not just anything. Yeah. Um, And there's also levels, right? You were at the top level. I was at the top level. Like, brought yourself down a little bit mm-hmm. more okay right here I am yes hmm. okay yes um so here we are um and it was kind of interesting did that got married um changed was changing jobs you know great salary all the stuff and I was running against some issues with the company right um, how, how long ago was this um, three four years okay yeah well we're our fourth year wedding anniversary is next week so it'll be four years four years that this was this okay. was kind of the, the start and it'll go fast don't worry <laughs> i'm just i'm like ready to pull nuggets <laughs> you know me. um so we go we do this right newly married I get a brand new job um, that is supposed to be amazing and all the stuff. And I was running into a problem, love the job, love the people, but there was a lot of integrity issues. And it's something that I hadn't realized, but had been coming up, right? And when you're in that position and I have a really high regard for integrity, I started like going, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, I actually had my prayers answered and I was no longer at that job, but it wasn't even though my prayers were answered. It was due to a few things. And all of a sudden I felt that 50, I had pretty much gotten stripped from my title, my identity, and I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. So at this point, so wait, what do, what do you mean stripped from your title and stripped from your identity? What what specifically happened? So 
I was on vacation, came back from vacation, and I did not have a job anymore. Oh, damn. Um, I had been there a relatively short period of time. So in the world of you should be here, right? What that was going, right? All the things through my head. I didn't at the time have an advanced degree. I had a whole lot of experience. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Right. This my entire world now, even though I didn't admit to my, you know, husband what my title was, it was to my core yeah. who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, went through this entire spiritual awakening at this time. It was so much of a jolt shift. It was like in my face the world is different than i thought the world was um a lot of more things made a lot more sense um started down a path of listening to abraham hicks being very awake and now trying to figure out that identity and with a whole different world and what did i want to do and where did i want to go um, but really attached to that identity and faced with the choices that I could change it, not even knowing how because of all the conditioning. Hmm. So the next couple of years, I, due to the ability of understanding the universe and how the universe works, I got multiple jobs, right? That belief that I at once had that if you were 50 and you didn't have this and you didn't have this, you were never going to have a job or you were going to have to take it at a lower pay. All of that, I was able to create exactly what I wanted. And I was very much holding on to that. And I created the last position I had was what I thought was my dream. It had the corner office. It had this. It had everything I wanted, an amazing salary bonus structure. And I all of a sudden walked in every day and I hated it. Hmm. And there was no more passion. And I was not excited about it. Yeah. And... I didn't want the system. There was, there was nothing about it that I all of a sudden was liking. And I was like, all right, we need to change it. So from there is when I ultimately went out and started alignment CFO. Now this is my second company. So this isn't the first time that I had a company, but my last company was very much accounting and consulting based. Mm -hmm. And I wanted this different and I wanted this to involve universal laws and I wanted it to involve energetics and I wanted it to be completely different. Um, So I was like, all right. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to jump and Hey, I'm going to do this. And this isn't going to be, this is going to be a problem. But there was that piece of me that was still that CFO that was like, you're, you're a CFO. You walk in the Mm -hmm. room and say, I'm a CFO. Now I walk in a room and I say, I'm a coach and my business is, and I'm a CEO and it wasn't holding the same title. It wasn't that feeling was not the same. That's what I was going to ask you that feeling. So the feeling that you're talking about, like what, what is the difference in the feeling of you walking in a room saying I'm a CFO to I'm a coach in my business. I'm a CEO (laughs) because I feel like I also can. Yeah. I know what you're going to say, but please. I was extremely confident. 
I walked in the room, I shook hands, you know, pre-COVID, I did this, this is who I am, this is my position, mm -hmm. you know, there was, as much as I earned the respect through leadership, there was also that, this is who you are, right? Mm -hmm. I sit on a couple of board of directors, this is me. Yeah. And now I'm introducing myself in a world with a lot of coaches that all of a sudden I feel like I just graduated and I'm 20 years old again mm. and I'm starting all over again. Yeah. And, and I don't walk into the room the same way. Mm -hmm. I don't show up the same way. Right. I'm now it's this learning. And it was a really, I had contracts work. So, and I had great referrals, which was fantastic, but it was also like that in between, in between the worlds of who you are, strict accounting to, I really want to do coaching and I really want to help entrepreneurs and I really want them to succeed at business. And I'm going and I'm not even sure how I'm succeeding in business at this <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really had to kind of strip that identity and go, but wait a second, you're the CEO. Mm -hmm. What, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. Right. All of those CFO traits, you're the CEO, <laughs> right? <laughs> you get to have all of those same traits, right? Um, and it really is kind of how my program became from it because I really started looking around at the industry and I started looking at the transformation that I went through going from this really like top position to all of a sudden thinking that I was starting from zero below zero. Yeah. So, so question for you real quick. I don't want to cut you off. Mm -hmm. but I no. So the CFO to CEO, do you think that because somebody else gave you the title of CFO and it was a recognized title, it was a recognized mm -hmm. company, a recognized position, right? Holds such a different like essence mm -hmm. for you, for me, yeah. for many people versus... I'm the CEO of my business. Well, what's your business? Right. This. Oh, I never heard of it. Uh -oh. Correct. Yeah. And even though I ran a successful business for 10 years, I still had that same. It was a consulting. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not, I am not the CEO of General Electric. I'm the CEO of my own business. I, you know, I people who get laid off that can't get jobs become consultants of their own business so that's <laughs> wait and so so I want to talk about this for a little bit too so that's that's pretty much what you shifted to like oh I'm I'm going to launch my business I want to help other people and now when I say this, I feel that people are going to think like I got laid off. So this is basically just what I had to do. This is what I'm left with. Mm -hmm. 
versus the fact that I left a very nice job, right? So like fast forward from when I had had my world shake and two additional jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I said, dream job. I was fully employed that I left. Yeah. <laughs> but in my head, mm-hmm. right? The stories we tell ourselves were, you know, I, I was doing this because I had no other alternatives, <laughs> which was exactly yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Well, it's like... Yeah. When I had my CrossFit in New Jersey before I sold it, right? And I mean, we were the first CrossFit in the area, CrossFit Lithium. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew CrossFit Lithium. Everybody. CrossFit, CrossFit Lithium. So when I sold it and I wanted to sell it, I couldn't wait to sell it. And as soon as I walked away, I was like, oh my God, who am I? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it was like, oh, Danielle. Danielle Green, she owns CrossFit Lithium. And I'm like, what, what now? Right. I will go into places who are, um, well, I used to own a CrossFit gym and now I want to coach at yours. Right. And they were like, oh, she can't get work. So she's coming here. Like, no, I wanted to sell it. I wanted to do this. And now, so I'm struggling with myself and it Mm -hmm. sounds like very similar story. And when you speak to people about that, like, and you have that belief, whether they hear it in your voice or not, like that's that's sensed energetically, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll say this, and we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so how did you like? How did you shift that for yourself? You know, multiple different ways, right? And it's a continuous. Who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. What do I, you know? I left that position because I did not want to do that for the next 15 years. I made that choice. Let's just say I've got 15 years left to work, right? I wanted a certain lifestyle. I wanted to shift who I was helping and who I was supporting. Um, I, I now see the benefits of it, but it, we almost did like a ceremony to kind of do a, departing of the old right of that old Kristen does not exist but here all of those things right and it's one of the things that I had to start realizing is all the things that made me extremely successful to get to that level makes me extremely successful in my business yes right that I have that experience I didn't have when I was 20, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of experience that I have that I help my clients with that they don't have. They've got great ideas, great, I can do this, but the basics and the business and the foundations and the money and the cash flow and how do you manage it all? I could pull the pieces that I loved of being a CFO, add it to my coaching and go, you know what? This is just an absolute amazing company that is going to just keep growing. Yes. And instead of looking at what potentially revenue is right now, let's look about where you want revenue to go, Mm -hmm. right? Look at the multi-million dollar company that you're building Mm -hmm. and knowing that you're building a multi-million dollar company. 
Yeah. And really stepping into, well, how do you build a multi-million dollar company? Mm-hmm. And it's not that playing small. It's not that, oh, I just decided to, none of this was, I just decided it. This was right. And if anything, given from a health standpoint and everything else, this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I was getting sick all the time in my corporate mm-hmm. I had three surgeries in one year oh God. if i get the sniffles i'm going why do i have the sniffles it's not yeah. the same yeah i love and wake up monday mornings i'm thrilled to wake up mondays yeah right yeah. and and so it's funny when you brought up the you know, I can take these pieces and these pieces and add them to my business and have this amazing practice, right? That's going to keep growing and growing. I feel like that's such a common theme with so many people, maybe women more so, that we feel like we need to have one thing. Like there's one thing. What is what is your title? Right. I had this conversation mm-hmm. with a girlfriend. She was saying the same thing. Well, my husband tells me you put all of your power and all of your identity in this title. Right. She's like, and so I feel like I can't do anything else. Like I can't incorporate this into my lifestyle. I can't share this with people. And really it's like, who the fuck says that you have to be just one thing or like if you create a business it's got to be just marketing it's got to be just coaching it's got to be you know whatever those things are and I you and I had had this discussion before with human design Mm -hmm. right so human design that was one of my big first like oh God, there's nothing wrong with me, right? Because I always had my core career or business. And then I always had the, all these other little things that I would do. And that's just me. That's how Mm -hmm. I'm designed, right? And still, even with my business now, it's like, yes, it's nutrition. And it's also, you know, energy work, breath work, all different processes, workout. Like there's just all these different little things. And it sounds like same thing for you. Like you are seeing the bigger picture of what all of these people need and crafting your business and your offerings to allow others to thrive. Correct. You're not staying in a little box. Not staying in a box, doing it my way, which are taking the things that I excel at, that I love doing. And I get to share them with amazing business owners so that in some respects, they get to stay in their zone of genius and I get to stay in my zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And it is a perfect match for them, you know? And sometimes I say, yeah, there's some, a piece of that, that obviously I played that support same type of supporting role as a CFO. I did business strategy, but now instead of me doing a lot of it or managing I'm really helping the CEO step into understanding the financials, understanding the business strategy, understanding the other pieces Mm -hmm. so that 
adding to their zone of genius, you know, they also know and have really strong foundations so they can grow and keep and then add teams and then continue their business. And I say people all this time, because I break things down into 90 days and I'm like, you know, we can take our path and I love our path, but we can go zigzagging along or we can go a little bit straighter (laughs) (laughs) and that little bit of straighter, right? Part of the reason that a lot of business owners get lost is they get lost in the zigzag. Yeah. And the zigzag doesn't becomes profitable. The zigzag Mm -hmm. becomes this endless nonprofit that they're working on and ha- hobby and therefore like rabbit if we holes, went right? around, yeah and if we went a little straighter we could actually have direction have profit have <laughs> more sustaining businesses <gasps> yeah and you get to do what you love and you get to do your passion and it works really well yeah right yeah. but i love that about the identity right and sometimes that's why i'm not always like wanting to lie I am the CEO of right because I am multi I am multiple different things I mm-hmm. like I am not, not just my company yeah. yeah so like our identity <clears throat> you put all your eggs in that basket when you were CFO right I put all my eggs in that basket when I was owner of CrossFit Lithium I was speaking with another woman the other day and um, she actually is in accounting also. And so she has been on this like last year, she's like, I started this crazy spiritual journey and like, I've been into now all of the things I'm certified in Reiki. I'm (laughs) certified in the Kashuk records, right? She's like, and I actually started offering those services and calling myself a healer. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, because I am, Mm -hmm. I'm not an accountant. Like, yes, that's what I do for work by day. But really, I feel that the essence of me, like my soul, that's who I am, a healer. Mm -hmm. So that's now what I call myself, right? It's like, really, like, why can't we, this is a good question. Why can't we just call ourselves really whatever we feel that we are, right? What are you? I'm a goddess. <laughs> I am a powerhouse. What? Oh, goddess. You're a powerhouse, right? I'm a motherfucking CFO goddess, <laughs> right? Like, really, it's, and and really, like with the title, you meet mm-hmm. somebody, there's typically a judgment, from your title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we, we wrap so much into our identity. You know, I always laugh when I go to the shore, I'm either John and Marianne's daughter or I'm Riley's mom. I do not have a name. Right? Oh. Riley, <laughs> my child has grown up, you know, at the shore spending summers. So people know who she is. Yeah. I, I, you know, as a single mom, when she was growing up, you know, kind of dropped her off, visited, but for the most part, they didn't see me. They, and my parents live in a small town, you know, small beach town in New Jersey. So therefore everybody knows their name, right. And they're very involved. So they know them and they, because she was always around, they know her and I'm like, you know, yeah, hi, <laughs> hi, <laughs> 
Do you and remember I, my I'm name? Like, if I say my name, they go, who? Even, you know, now I've changed my name to my, you know, husband's name. But at the time I still had, I always used, I have a name, my name. So I still have my parents, same last name. Yeah. And I'd be like, Kristen Fee. And they're like, I'm like, John Marion's. Oh, you're John <sighs> Oh, you're right oh you're riley's yeah i i hi it's like oh you're a mom or you're a daughter you are not you you're only being right and i didn't even have a name at the time you know and <laughs> i was like oh this is this is just great right but we build so much around right and there's so much around our identity mm -hmm. um but why, why do we have to be locked into one thing exactly Right. I mean, I still get stuck in those thought loops, right? Mm -hmm. Sharing on social media. It's like I, there's crazy cars that drive down my street sometimes. Um, I used to solely do just nutrition and training, right? Mm -hmm. So my Facebook lives were pretty much always about nutrition. And then I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to talk to these people about like spirituality right or like actually limiting i remember beliefs. that i remember yeah. going as you were going through that well how do i how do i do that right yeah. and as a cfo now i'm talking about the energetics of money to people and they're like and the universe yeah and laws and universal laws yeah how, how does that work uh, yeah and i think and i'm curious your thoughts too the things that we present, right? So like nutrition, fitness, like food and workouts, like those are tangible things, mm -hmm. right? The areas that you help people in with their business, right? The things that they can see that they can touch, like, okay, yeah, I get it. And then when we introduce something that you can't see with your eyes, like, oh, well, money is just energy. <laughs> what? which well, goes against everything we've been taught yeah well it's like well you can't have the body that you really want because you have limiting beliefs that we need to get rid of i, I what what are the limiting beliefs like i'm good no actually mm -hmm. you're really not or else you'd have everything that you wanted right now right oh and i love when i make that statement <laughs> <laughs> and people are like what well, you're like, do you have everything that you really desire? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, then you still have limiting beliefs. And they're like, but I don't. I don't. You, you do. And it's like, I mean, so you and I went through like, you know, certifications in order to help people in these areas. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm certified here and still having that I don't, I don't know if it's a it's not really a fear I think it's more of like an uneasiness yeah maybe a fear of judgment of when these things are presented to somebody how they're going to receive it mm -hmm. right well and even when I do with money right it's really similar when I it took me a while to start talking about the energetics of money mm -hmm. I have a lot of credibility saying I was a CFO. Mm -hmm. 
just from that when I want to talk about cash flow and money. Yeah. But when I, it took me a while to be able to do lives and talk about the energetics of money mm. because that it's really interesting. If you look at what you're taught and how you're taught mm. to potentially manage money, and most of us aren't taught it at all, you know, which is why statistics of 70% of the United States is paycheck to paycheck and all of that stuff, right? We really don't. We're never taught how to manage money. When you look at large business and they track their money and they track the ins and they concentrate on revenue and they set up their spending, they're really using an energetics of money mm -hmm. to grow. The companies that are normally struggling are the ones that are worried about the expenses, are worried about this and are worried about that. But the ones that are thriving really are revenue generated sales generated growing generated type companies right which is all the energetics of money mm -hmm. but that's you know if you take a straight course accounting approach that's not what you're going to hear and that's not even how it's going to be explained right you know so now telling people you know source god universe whatever you want to call it that how are being and the energy and how money works from an energetic standpoint and that we're all abundant mixing those two worlds it, it's like you it took a while for people to go oh but then what i've found and i'm sure you've found this too right you find your people mm -hmm. you find the people that are like oh i get it oh yeah. oh wow you know what i could eat chocolate cake if i believe chocolate cake was really going to get me thin i could actually eat that <laughs> well that's not really how it works but <laughs> well i actually as crazy as this is you know abraham hicks was today i was listening to something and that's what it's not exactly how it works but there's a good belief system, right? My husband, who is Mr. Pizza that eats pizza seven days a week, when we went to him eating more balanced meals, in his mind, he believed that the pizza was keeping him thin and the more balanced meals was what was causing him to gain weight. That was his belief system. Right. Right. So he had a whole different belief system than most of the world. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just put that together as a program, how to change your belief system so that pizza keeps you thin. Mm -hmm. Slice a day, keeps the fat mm -hmm. away. Oh, no, he eats a whole pizza. <laughs> and he so eats a whole large pizza. And so there's also, I forget who the teacher is, it's somebody that channels, you know, um, mm -hmm. and the message basically was if you have a plate full of this rotten, Food, that if you eat this food like you are going to be deathly ill mm -hmm. if you look at that food and set your intention like this food is going to nourish my body my body is going to thrive and like all right of this, right before you eat it you're good mm -hmm. so i mean really it's the power of you know the power of your mind the power of your intention the power of spirit yes but yeah. And again, those are things that you can't physically see. So right. many people, you know, have, have trouble grasping that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And back to your point, the people that are your people show up. Right. Right. And then you start seeing more and more of your people. Yeah. Yeah. And so like with you, with you leaving your Mm -hmm. position and starting your business, because I want to kind of um, give a little bit of direction to people that may be wanting the same thing, mm-hmm. right? We, we spoke a little bit about passion. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, most people don't do what they're passionate about for work. And that is a huge desire of many. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody is really wanting to leave what they do for a living, for a career, because they're, you know, they wake up and they're just in a, they're in a bad place because they Mm -hmm. absolutely hate their job. Right. And they have this passion. They don't know how do I, how do I make that transition? Right. Is there, is there something or a couple things that you would give to that person, like either to think about or maybe an action step or anything that comes to mind in that way? You will never be disappointed if you follow your passion. What you do really need to do, like we were just talking about, is really look at your belief systems because that is what's going to determine how successful you are with your passion. You know, as I said, growing up, I kept hearing, this isn't going to make money. This isn't going to make money. This isn't going to make money. So if you have a really strong belief that your passion does not make money, mm-hmm. you're not going to make money. Yeah. So the be really, really clear on what your beliefs are before you make that jump, because it'll just make that jump easier. Um, if you've already started doing the inner work, if you've already started doing, okay, this is what I believe. This is why I believe it. This is why I believe, you know, when I came back out on my own and my husband's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, you know, why are you so sure? And I'm like, because I already know this, this, and this. Now, granted, I already said I went through a transition that I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you have to be prepared for the unexpected. But when things aren't right, it is always going within because everything's just a reflection out. So as soon as you can start realizing to go within first, Mm -hmm. to have fun with it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because if you start losing the fun of your passion, you're right back where you are, right? Um, So it's that continuous having fun and that almost blind faith that, you know, it's just going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, if you're not doing what you're passionate about for work, starting to do that in such a way so that it, you know, does bring more passion to your life, whether it's on the weekends or Mm -hmm. and if it is something that you want to turn into a career, I mean, there's so many different avenues to do that nowadays. Yeah. Start start showing up you know right? money right out there to be mm-hmm. 
you know, the energetics of money, it's service. It's not what we think money is. You can make money doing anything. You really can. You can make lots of money. And at the same time, you're really, you're attracting money. You're not making it. Mm -hmm. So you can just attract money by the fact that you exist, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have, so whatever you're doing, you can attract money. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that I need a college degree. I need a master's degree. I need this. I need this. Mm -hmm. It it is literally, what are you putting out? How are you serving? What are you having fun with? Right. And you will be attracting the money. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. Okay, so now it's time for my random questions for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least I know you're not going to ask me what kitchen utensil to be. Nope, I don't. I don't think that I'll ever ask that question again to anybody. <laughs> so, what do you feel is your superpower? There's a couple. Um, just one. Just one. Just one. one. The ability to see the potential in an individual. Hmm. I like it. Yes. It, it has always been. That is definitely a good one. Okay. And what is your, this is the last one. What is your definition of a good life? One that you literally wake up and smile and want to sing every day because you, it's just so good. And you just keep getting better and better. Huh? Hallelujah. 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 Yes. You know, we have so many stories of what we think life is supposed to be. And when you start realizing that it really can be that good and it can be that exciting and that wonderful. And you just lean into the fact that it's this wonderful and this amazing. Mm -hmm everything starts showing up differently yep. and you just get more of it and you just smile more and more and more and more mm-hmm. yes i love it love it i love it awesome well thank you again so much for joining me again <laughs> always a pleasure well, we, we, to you. we can do this multiple different times oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jackson's choking on something, so. Okay. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Podcasting from home. The animals choking, chewing on bones. Can you hear all of the things? Okay. <laughs> yes. So um, your contact information was on the last podcast that we did. Um, I will also put it on this one, too. So if... Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you own a business and what Kristen was saying resonates with you and your company and yes, reach out to her. <clears throat> um, she'd be more than happy to help you. She's Jen. Mm-hmm. She's a diamond yes. in the rust. <laughs> Thanks. <you. laughs> yes. So yes, let's wrap it up. And that is it for today's 
stage of greatness. Thank you so much, my love, for joining me again. I'm sure it will happen sooner than later. Yes. <laughs> right, everybody. <Thank> you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, guys, until next time, have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.